I don't want to put limiting words like as attached to identity for me mm-hmm. because I know that I'm capable of so much and so much more that I even know that I'm capable of. And I think it's so important to describe yourself in this very positive light. And I think I've mentioned this before, but I felt really safe in just believing that I would fail Mm -hmm. because if I did well, I was like, oh, okay, cool. Like, all right, whatever. But if I failed, it's like, oh, okay, well, I was expecting that. Mm. And I don't want to live my life in that negative expectation. I'm Hannah Jane. And I'm Sierra, and this is Detached. We're two women in our mid-20s who have a lot to say about literally everything. We try to focus on what we have learned through our emotional and spiritual growth. We're here to have open, vulnerable, and sometimes pretty hard conversations with each other. Just a reminder, we don't speak for any 12-step programs. All we have are our own stories to share. We are so excited to go on this journey with you all. Let's get to it. Hello, I'm Hannah Jane. And I'm Sierra. And welcome back to Detached. (laughs) (sighs) We're both in kind of giggly yet burnt out moods, I think, right now, right? Yeah, I'm straight up not having a good time, (laughs) Sierra. (laughs) Um, It's so interesting when, so I feel like my life, like, I literally just used to be living in this constant anxiety, so I became so comfortable in that anxiety, and I, like, I knew how, it was, like, I just, I knew how to be chaos, (laughs) if that makes sense. Yeah. You know, like, I knew how to be in chaos, I knew how to straight up be the chaos, Mm -hmm. Um, and I feel like right now, my life has been has really calmed down in a lot of ways where I'm not mm-hmm. living in that anxiety all the time. Thank God. Mm-hmm. Um, but when that anxiety does come back, I it's like it hits me kind of like a semi truck <laughs> where it just it feels like so foreign, mm-hmm. even though I was living that mm-hmm. every single day. Um And it was really hard. I just had a hard day. It was just stressful. But it was, it was, it's so interesting to be able to like see kind of what little actions I made Mm -hmm. and how I feel better now. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, took little June on a nice little lunch walk and came back, still was anxious, Mm -hmm. but was a little less anxious. And then, I don't know, I was, I was able to get through it. And I don't know. I feel a lot better now. Mm-hmm. I definitely remember that having that much anxiety really took it out of you. Like it just drained your energy. Mm-hmm. So I'm definitely like a little more tired than I usually am. Yeah. But um, anxiety is such like a wild emotion. Mm-hmm. Right. <sighs> well, you're still showing up right now, which is amazing. Um, I do want to point out too, you told me that um, – you know, you were feeling this way and then you got presented a beautiful opportunity to be of service, which I think is yeah. so cool. And and when those things happen, you know, I was talking to my sponsor last night and and I was like, 
oh my gosh, like I'm so stressed out about this thing. I have my performance review tomorrow and I was like, can we work through like some resentments about my job? And she was like, yeah. And then I was like, okay, like after talking it through, I realized what I needed to do and why I was so frustrated and like, you know, nothing was changing, even though I like was so aware that I am creating this, right? Like I was like, oh, I just need to be of service to somebody else. I just need to do something nice for somebody else. Like you need to stop thinking about me so much. And she was like, yeah. So just like pray for an opportunity to be of service to like come in the next day or two. And it's so cool because I was thinking about that. And then you called me and you're like, oh my gosh, I got the opportunity to like, you know, um, be there for somebody who like really needed me. And and it was like, how beautiful is that that you had such a stressful day and then you got the opportunity to do that, right? Yeah, and I love that you said that because I really felt like today I was making it, it. It was about me. I was like, I'm anxious because of this and this and this and oh my god, my life is so hard and blah blah mm-hmm. blah. Which like, in, it's like not <laughs> that was a crazy thing of me to think. Um, but it was nice to kind of put things in perspective mm-hmm. and remind myself that wow, like there, everyone is like living their life mm-hmm. simultaneously mm-hmm. <laughs> next to me like, in their own space, which is kind of a crazy thing mm-hmm. to think about. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, that was a really, really beautiful opportunity, and I was so happy that I was able to, you know, be of service, mm-hmm. which is something that um, it's so cool to be able to, like, just offer anything. Like, just doing this podcast, mm-hmm. I feel like we're really being of service in certain yeah. ways. Yeah. It's so cool. Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, like, all we're trying to do is just – I think share our experiences and our stories and you know you and I talked and like the original idea came from a space of like when we were sort of going through what we were each going through you know whether it be in the last year or span back literally four years ago like we both were like man it'd be kind of cool to be able to listen to a podcast where like there was some people like our age sort of experiencing this and like nothing against like <laughs> yeah the other podcasts and stuff obviously like love to support in any way shape or form um but it just we weren't really hearing like our our same experiences like at this age like what that looks like um yeah well I think it's really important to hear people of every you know mm-hmm. of all these different age ages to be right. sharing their stories because I mean, when I was kind of looking for resources, I was like, I literally just need like a 27 year old Mm -hmm. to be telling me exactly Mm -hmm. what they went through. Mm -hmm. And obviously you're not going to find exactly what you need maybe, Mm -hmm. but you know, hopefully you find something that, you know, is a little God wink Mm -hmm. that will kind of help you get through that day and the next and the next. And I've really used podcasts throughout COVID Um, Mm -hmm. to kind of, you know, help me pass the time, whatever that is. And it's so cool to be able to, like, create this and just know that, like, people are listening. Mm -hmm. You know, like, that's, I don't know, that's so crazy to me. (laughs) No, it isn't. I feel, like, so honored to get to, like, share our stuff in such, like, a like, a platform like this, you know, mm-hmm. um, and it, it feels really cool, like, thank you, technology, <laughs> like, thank for you. us to be able to do this, and, like, you know, I personally, like, I'm podcast fanatic, like, I love listening to podcasts, um, 
I love music too, but I, I feel like I am in the car a lot and I love just being able to like connect with somebody else, even though I'm not actually connecting that with them, but I feel like I am and I'm learning yeah. so much. So, but I think it's, I sort of just want to talk about that because it's like you and I have struggled with being able to sort of define like what this yeah. is. Like we really yeah. struggled with it and it's so interesting because it's like, you know, when somebody says, oh, what's your podcast about? Like, <laughs> we're, we both kind of don't know what to say. And, like, it, that's totally fine. Like, it's still sort of developing its own identity. I think you and I have finally, like, gotten the audio a little better. Yes. <laughs> and, it's been a learning experience. Yeah. And, like, we're, we have, we've found, like, our groove and stuff. And, like, we feel good about it. But, um you guys will notice, like, we recently changed a little, well, maybe nobody will notice, <laughs> but we changed, like, the little um, description and, like, took out our trailer and stuff because we were just sort of trying to, you know, figure out what it means. And so we said, like, on this podcast, you know, co-host Hannah Jane and Sierra have anecdotals. An- <laughs> An- anecdotals. <laughs> Oh my god, it's like 8 p.m. on Wednesday. (laughs) No, this is going to be great. (laughs) Anecdotal conversations surrounding self-improvement, recovery, addiction, codependency, fear, and the challenges that they've overcome. Um, And that, you know, we hope that sharing our stories will give inspiration to somebody going through something similar. So... I think we finally got, like, a little bit more of, like, a cohesive idea of what it is. But I think, and I just, like, want to say these things because it's just, like, I feel like sharing these things around my heart. And also, I feel like I don't like that I don't know what to say when somebody asks me what it's about. But I think you and I have had sort of, like, a fear in saying, like, oh, it's a podcast about recovery. Like, yeah. I say that to, like, people who I know are in a 12-step program because then they're like, oh, cool. But people who aren't in a 12-step program, like, I don't want to say that, not because I have any shame around my recovery, but I don't want them to, like, not listen to it because yeah. they're not. I think, I think it's like, you know, by saying, oh, like, it's a podcast about recovery, it's almost like. I think some people who aren't in a program Mm -hmm. are like, oh, well, this is like a niche thing Mm -hmm. and it's not for me Mm -hmm. and I don't need that. And I think that detached can reach such an audience of Mm -hmm. diverse people because of the fact that these are experiences that like just people are having, you know, like Mm -hmm. whether they're in a 12 step program or not. Like, we're all having, we're all, like, living the life. We're all out here. We're all out here just (laughs) trying trying to survive. survive. (laughs) You know? Yeah. So, I think that, um, but it, it, like, it has been really hard to define it because I actually got asked, like, yesterday, like, oh, what's it about? And I was just, like. Yeah, it's a good question. <laughs> like, yeah, you're like everything. Um, like uh, so much. <laughs> um, ah. Right. But I think that will that I think it'll kind of define itself as yeah. we keep doing it, and as I agree. as people keep giving incredible feedback, mm-hmm. which they have. I will say, some people are like sending incredible reviews yeah. of each week, and <laughs> it is giving me life. Aww. So, like, please keep sending that yeah. because. 
that is putting like the largest smile mm-hmm. on my face and every time I talk to Sierra throughout the week I'm like oh my god this person sent me this like yeah. can we just absolutely cry about it because yeah. this is so cool yeah oh god right. but it's um it's really special to be able to share stories that I didn't one used to feel comfortable sharing mm-hmm. um because one it makes them feel it makes them weigh less heavily on mm-hmm. me um because I know other people can relate I think one thing when I started Al-Anon knowing that my story wasn't unique was like mm-hmm. absolutely saved me mm-hmm. I was like oh my god wait you're telling me that I'm not literally completely alone in the universe and yeah. that I am not the only person having this singular experience yeah um because there's I think there's something so huge about you know community Mm. and knowing that people are going through similar experiences and that we're all here to help you know no one's trying to at least over here no one's trying to intentionally (laughs) drag you down you know I think also you know there again my sponsor is just so wise um she said to me last night, because I've been, you know, trying to figure out what to say with this, you know, doing this review and, and everything, and, um, and you know, I told her that I feel like I've just sort of gotten quiet, like, I'm a very outspoken person, but, and I, and I used to be outspoken in the sense that it was like, <laughs> I'm gonna shove my opinion down your throat until you cannot breathe. Like, Can it, confer. <laughs> It was just so, everything was so intense, and I just, like, could not hear anything different from how I felt. And part of that's because I'm a passionate person. The other part of it's because, like, I'm sort of a narcissist, like, so <laughs> unchilled. But anyways, that was when I was drinking. So, um, now I feel like I am still very opinionated, but I also have worked really hard on, like, being a better listener and, like, opening space to hear somebody else's opinion. Um, And so I, at my work, like, I give my opinion when I feel like it's really necessary or, like, you know, if somebody wants feedback. Um, And I feel like recently, like, I don't think my feedback's really been heard. And so I've kind of been like, well, what's the point? You know, I'm just, like, going to be quiet and just, like, not say anything. Like, nobody's, not, not, like, coming from a place of, like, oh, poor me, but just, like, I don't really see like the reason for putting any energy into this because it's fine. Yeah. Like I'm just detaching from the situation. <laughs> um, but I don't know if that's in a healthy way or in an unhealthy way. Yeah. So anyways, my sponsor was, you're recognizing it. <laughs> yeah, right. Um but my sponsor was said that her sponsor has told her sometimes using your voice is not for the other person, but it's for yourself. I um, love that. Which I love. And she's like, sometimes you just kind of have to say your truth. And if you feel like you're coming from a place of, you know, not wanting to, like, be right, but just to to literally say, like, your truth and, like, let go of how the other person's going to receive it, you know, whether they're going to receive it or not, and that's it. And I was like, huh, okay. So there's a way for me to speak my truth, but also be detached from how it's going to be received. You know? Yeah, that's so much easier said than done. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'll no, see. <laughs> but I absolutely love that because of the fact that I think that 
for me, that has been really, really hard, being able to, like, say how I feel and then not have expectations mm-hmm. of how someone's going to react, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and, I mean, I am far from perfect, mm-hmm. so that doesn't always go the way that I would like it to, but I think it's really good work to be done there because I think it's such a valuable lesson mm-hmm. To be able to receive, you know, without, it's, I think it's such a valuable lesson to be able to receive without feeling like you need to respond Mm. and then respond without feeling like you need to receive back. Oh my gosh. Say it again. (laughs) No, I'm serious. Say it again. I think it's going to be, I think it's so important to be able to respond without expecting to receive and to receive without expecting or, you know, to respond. Bond, yes. I think. Is that yes. what it, yeah, I said? Yeah. That makes sense. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. I love that. I love that, too. That That's just, like, amazing. opened a gate in my brain. Yeah. That's so cool. See, this is also why we're here, because <laughs> it's helping us so yeah. much. Um, I just oh. want to share something recently that's, like, really just kind of changed my, like, mornings and my days. Um, I started doing – so there's this author um, – her name is Julia Cameron, and she, I, like, I haven't read her book, but, so I don't want to, like, speak too much, but, um, I listened to an interview, um, with her, and she talks about doing, like, morning pages, basically, where you just write three pages like you wake up you don't do anything else you literally just go and you write for three pages it doesn't matter what you're writing like absolutely does not matter um and even if you're like I hate this I have nothing to say I can't think of anything like write those things down blah 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 blah, 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 blah. no like literally (laughs) and she says just get in the habit of doing it just keep doing it and then like from there like that's where the creativity comes and like these amazing ideas come from that and I mean, you just get so much more, like, in touch with yourself and, like, more intentional with your words. So I've been waking up in the morning and doing that. Um, and I have, like, a couple pages. But it's really interesting, like, going back and, like, looking. Like, there are some really good, like, conclusions that I come to that I, like, wouldn't have just, you know, thought of if I didn't have to be, like, just freely writing with absolutely no expectations or, like, restrictions. That's, I know. I literally love that you said that because one of my biggest blocks to journaling is that I like have a lot, I'm like very anal about Mm -hmm. my handwriting. Mm -hmm. Like in college, if I would mess up a word, I would have to like rewrite the entire page of notes. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know what that is, but whatever it is, it was wild and out there (laughs) and it was really annoying, but it made me really hate writing. Mm. Because I felt like I had to fix everything. So lately what I've been doing is I've been writing kind of like um, not on the lines of the paper. Interesting. To kind of like, I don't know if it's like helping me mentally like get over the fact that it doesn't have to be perfect. So I've kind of just been writing. And I'm a lefty and like all these notebooks out here just are, you know, (laughs) not made for us lefties. It's really annoying. Oh my gosh. Um, it's not actually a big problem. I'm fine. It's all okay. <laughs> but I, you know, I've been writing where it feels comfortable mm-hmm. on the page and like how it feels comfortable. And that's made me happier with wow. journaling and writing. And I didn't realize that something so like kind of 
just like weird for yeah. me was like I just don't want to write like you know it hurts and stuff because I I hold a pen with a lot of pressure mm-hmm. you know because I'm like needs to be perfect mm-hmm. and once I kind of let go of the expectation that it doesn't need to be like doesn't need to be perfect and that who else is reading this journal but me? Right. Like, hopefully no <laughs> one, you know? So it, it doesn't need to look perfect or pristine or whatever. It can look however it mm-hmm. needs to. It can look messy. I think I have a really hard time with things looking messy. Mm. It's a little, little sprinkle of OCD or something. Mm-hmm. But, um, <laughs> No, yeah. I love that. And, like, this, this sort of, like, entrepreneurship course that I'm doing, like, they talk constantly about like just do it messy like just do it like just don't don't and then I feel like that's what we've been doing with the podcast I mean not that we're not putting like time and effort into it just do it messy we are yeah but but we're also like not so worried about the outcome we're like we're not like oh my gosh we have to have this many listeners like we have to have we have to reach this point like we don't know like we're just doing it just because it's fun and like yeah you know, we're learning along the way. And I feel like what a cool thing that you're doing for yourself by doing that. Like it's literally like exposure therapy. (laughs) I love it though, but that's so great. Like you're like, here's, you know, a block, a limitation, like I am putting on myself. So I'm going to like, just, I'm going to cross that boundary and like, just do it. And like, I think that's super cool. Thank you. Um, it's weird. Yeah. No, <laughs> but I know. It's definitely helped me because I love journaling. Like, mm-hmm. I really, I think there's so much value in yeah. writing down little, like, little nuggets throughout the day or mm-hmm. whatever in the morning, at night, whatever you feel comfortable. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, the last few years, I think my, like, anxiety about it not being perfect has really prevented me from being able to write in my journal Mm -hmm. um there are a lot of things that have been preventing me from doing little things lately I don't know I'm just like having an I'm just still having a hard time Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. like I love art I love drawing Mm -hmm. I love like using charcoal and stuff Mm -hmm. and it's messy Mm -hmm. um so I haven't been doing it because I'm like oh I'm gonna have to clean up And lately it's just like I haven't really been wanting to clean up. Mm -hmm. I've just, I'm, I'm like exhausted. I (laughs) have just been dealing with like some weird health stuff that hopefully has been resolved. (laughs) I, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, okay. So I, um, I love bananas, and I've been eating bananas for, like, so long. I mean, come on. Bananas are incredible. And I took an allergy test five years ago, like a skin allergy test, because I was just having reactions to certain things, and I was like, ugh, all right, let's just do the allergy test. And um, found out I was, like, allergic to bananas, hops, and some other random stuff. But my brain at the time was like, oh, well, I don't really feel like – when I'm eating a banana, like, I'm having an allergic reaction because I'm anaphylactically allergic to mangoes, and, like, I can see and feel that reaction. So, like, a reaction I can't necessarily see or feel, which I have been feeling it. I just didn't know that Mm -hmm. (laughs) what I was feeling was that. So I've been eating, like, a banana or two a day for, like, five years. (laughs) (laughs) 
like so insane and I just I've been feeling so not great as of late um because I've been eating a lot of bananas I've been eating just smoothies and stuff whatnot and I was talking to someone who knows more about allergies and whatnot and I was like yeah I'm just having like I don't know some stomach issues fatigue and she was like, yeah, wouldn't it be crazy if you were just, like, waking up and eating, like, something that you were allergic to every day and you didn't really realize it? She said that, and I was like, well, well, here's the crazy <laughs> thing. So I'm technically allergic to bananas, but, like, I eat them a ton. And she was like, what? And I was like, well, I have – I did, like, an allergy test five years ago, and she was like, send me the results. And she, I sent her the results. And she was like, Hannah Jane, nah. You're, like, so allergic to bananas. And I was like, yeah, but I, like, can't feel my body having a reaction to these bananas. So, like, I'm not allergic. And she's like, that's literally not how allergies work. And I was like, oh. So I was, like, describing some of my symptoms. And she was like, oh, my God, Hannah Jane. You're like, unless I go into anaphylactic shock and I'm, like, teetering the verge of death, like, I can eat it. I'm fine. (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. Apparently, that's, like, not how allergies work. So I have been, I will be cutting bananas out of my diet for. having banana grief. I am having banana grief. What am I without Hannah Banana? I know. Just Hannah? No. (laughs) Come on. You can't. Banana Jane? Like, come on. (laughs) Oh, God. So So I'm having banana grief. But needless to say, I've just been having a very complicated relationship with food lately Mm. because I just, I haven't been super hungry. I haven't been motivated to eat, to eat or to cook. Not because I don't want to, just because I'm just like, oh, I just don't want to feel bad today. Mm. Um. So I'm just, like, having a hard time. I feel like everything just, like, isn't going the way I want it to go. (laughs) Straight up. I think what I was thinking about when you were talking, it's so funny. See, it's like, okay, whenever there is something that needs to be said, it will be said. I'm not saying that the universe, like, was like this banana star. This banana story needs to be told, but it. I was thinking before we started talking because today we did something a little bit different. Sometimes we we like try to prepare a little bit, like what topic we want to talk about. And today I like came out of the bathroom. <laughs> I came out of the bathroom and I was like, "This is wild." But what if we just start talking and like we have no plan and we just do it? I was like, "Wow, that's crazy, girl. Let's do it." Um, and in the back of my head, I was like, "We should talk about creativity." And, like, being creative. That's so crazy. Yeah. And I was like, nah, like, let's just see where it goes. And that's literally where it's going, which is so cool. Um, but when you were talking, like, about the art, artistic stuff, um, I think that's so cool. And I think it's, like, like not wanting to be messy, but there's so much freedom in being messy. It's I know. It's so cool. And also, I'm, like, already thinking in my head, I'm like, Let's go to Color Me Mine next week. Oh like, let's like, go say less, do let's it. Go. Um, but I think, you know, and I was thinking back, too, that to, um, when was it? Like, maybe a year or two? No, at least a year ago, I went to Color Me Mine, which is, like, a place where you can pick out, like, 
pottery that's like already made and then you can paint it and then they fire it in a kiln and all this stuff and um it was so interesting because that was like the first time I ever like picked up something and was like whoa like what do I do with this like I like I was like there needs to be an outline like I can't I can't just paint like that's crazy like I cannot just paint like this has to be a picture I have to look it up like so I had to like literally look on my phone figure out what I was gonna do I had to like stencil it out and was like the colors have to be realistic like I can't like it was so crazy wow. and I then I thought back to like when I was a kid and like I was the same way like I literally could never color outside the lines like it was like oh you want to draw a tree well the trunk got the trunk has to be brown the leaves have to be green the sky has to be blue and the grass has to be green like <laughs> wow no so see that's so yeah. that's so interesting because I was the opposite yeah I was like the sky's gonna be red the ground is gonna that. be orange the tree is gonna be purple <laughs> yeah. like I was so different from how I was how I am now mm-hmm. And I think a lot of that has to do with just, like, I don't know, like, I think maybe part of the control. Oh, I'm going to cry. Oh, God. (laughs) You know, like, the control where it's, like, Mm -hmm. I felt like I was managing and controlling a situation for so long that now I feel like I do have that freedom back Mm -hmm. in my life now. And... I'm, like, trying to manage it, but also need to recognize that there is so much freedom in, like, you know, coloring outside the lines. (laughs) I can't. This is sending me over the edge, Sierra. (laughs) Oh, God. But um, when I went to uh, that first school I went to in college (laughs) before I transferred, I was an oil painting major. God. Yeah, did you know that? No, oh my god, yeah. I come from a long line of artists mm-hmm. and for a long time I always wanted art to be my life. So I went for oil painting and that quickly changed. I was like, "All right, I love this so much, but I don't think I want to make I I don't want it to be a career for right, me." Right. Um, but one of the pieces I did for a final my freshman year, we kind of just had free reign, you know, like we had learned all these different concepts and it was kind of like include those concepts in this final piece. And I made the most insane final piece. Mm. And I think my grandmother still has it, but I want it because I just want to put it in my house. But it's, um, I started off with, it is like one of the messiest paintings I've ever done. Mm. And it's literally so freaking gorgeous. I was having a really hard time at Bennington and I wanted a painting to kind of reflect the pain I felt. So I bought like, probably over 200 little clown figures and I cut up all the pieces and I sewed them onto the canvas. I had like, I had done this white, I mean this um, deep red wash on the canvas and it painted it like a ton of times and it was this deep red. And then I sewed these clown parts onto the canvas and then I had this little black paint that I had taken and like watered down and um, I don't think, did I water? I don't know what I did with it. But I, it was like ble- every little clown part was bleeding black blood. And Whoa. then at the very top, I had created this kind of like really cool um, gold. And, and I had edited, edited it. <laughs> I can't yes. talk. Yes. I had fixed it over time. So 
I went back like two years later to my grandma's art studio and I painted something new over it. Not like over the whole thing, but I added more to it. And that is like the coolest piece of art I've ever created. Should be in the Met in my opinion. No. <laughs> but it's so wow, cool. Yeah. I'll post a picture. So, I'll ask my grandmother. Say, you're yeah. I have to post on Instagram. Yeah. That is so unbelievably cool. And like I can't even like my brain, like I just this has been so eye opening for me <laughs> because I'm just like I like limit my creativity so much that I could never even think of something like that like I just my mind is so rooted in like practicality and like it's this is just so good and I'm so happy (laughs) you're saying all this and I didn't know like I mean you you obviously are a very like artistic creative person but I like didn't know that like you like had that whole like real like artistic side yeah that's really cool it's so fun Um, I do love it and I miss it I miss I miss being able to, like, be messy, like, mm-hmm. controlled messiness, though, mm-hmm. where there's, like, an intentional mess. Intentional um, mess. You know? Yeah. Like, I really, I loved that intentional mm-hmm. mess. I thought that was so important for me in my life. Oh, my God. I want to go home and, like, charcoal draw. I was going to say, go let's, do that. <laughs> like, let's have, like, oh, my God. I just almost said, let's have the goal. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. Let's try to, like, do more creative things this yeah, summer. Yeah, I love like, that. Like, let's do more stuff outside and, like, yeah. creative things. Um, It's so interesting, though, because I, I'm, like, starting to, like, think of all this craziness. And I'm, like, this is why I haven't been able – I'm tr- okay, I'm trying really hard. I want to start my own business. And I'm trying really hard to figure out how that would come to life. And that's why I'm doing this, like, entrepreneurship course, which is – it's, like – rooted in like you know mindset and like bringing in abundance and all that so it's not like a traditional like entrepreneurship course and um literally the assignment this week is like to be artistic to be messy to like that's go. so cool it's, I know right like it's literally it's like to do these like morning pages and um and like also, one of the things is to just go take a walk, like literally just walk in any direction with absolutely no goal of like where you're going. That's just my to, favorite thing just ever. Just to like go take a walk. And then they're like, yeah, and the homework is like p- take a picture of like where you ended up. And I was like, that's so cool. And so. You know, it's so cool because um, I am so out of touch with my creative side right now. And it's really sad. Mm-hmm. And I feel like something is missing in my life in like a major way and that first year I went to that school I was so like I was forced to be so artistic Mm -hmm. and that was like so incredible Mm -hmm. for me and I was in this photography class and a lot of the time we were taking portraits of strangers and you know it just kind of had to be done and I made so many random connections with people and I loved meeting people that way like I loved Mm -hmm. talking to new people and that's something I haven't done I feel like I'm very out of touch with myself right now Mm -hmm. because you know I mean I work from home I don't really feel like I have a larger community of like people really necessarily like I have friends and everything but it's I feel like I'm really missing a community of something that I I like consistently am doing So I'm not just meeting new people and making new connections and just doing that and whatever. So, like, I feel 
it can feel really isolating. And so I feel like I'm in this kind of isolated place. But just even, like, speaking about that painting, like, has me so excited because, I mean, I always have art supplies in my home. (laughs) I have, like, I have, like, a whole closet full. I love that. That's yeah. so cool. I would love to do some art with you. Let's do it. That's really cool. All right. All right. But, and that's the end. We're Bye. We're going to go <laughs> <laughs>
deconstructing these parts of my identity that I thought were so powerful. I'm trying to like redefine myself. Oh my God, I'm having like a revelation as I'm talking. Um, yeah, but I think that, you know, I've been really trying to refine myself and re-identify myself because I don't want to put limiting words like as attached to identity for me mm-hmm. because I know that I'm capable of so much and so much more that I even know that I'm capable of. And I think it's so important to describe yourself in this very positive light. And I think I've mentioned this before, but I felt really safe in just believing that I would fail Mm -hmm. because if I did well, I was like, oh, okay, cool. Like, all right, whatever. But if I failed, it's like, oh, okay, well, I was expecting that. Mm. And I don't want to live my life in that negative expectation. That's just, I don't think that's a very healthy way to live. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, definitely working on trying to, and I think that's so cool about growth is that we're always redefining who we are, mm-hmm. um, but I don't ever want to be in a place again where I'm defining myself as a feeling that I, fe- you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like I'm Hannah Jane and I'm a always happy person because mm. that's literally not the truth. I'm not always happy. I think, oh my God, this is going to take me down such a little rabbit hole. But um, <clears throat> when I was with my qualifier, I was really, really good at putting on a fake happy face. Like I was a professional because it was like managing other people's expectations. Like I had to make sure that they knew that I was fine. So I didn't get, I didn't want to deal with it, you know? And just being happy, like, that worked. Um, And then when I kind of started being more truthful to my feelings, people were like, are you okay? And I was like, literally not at all. Like, Mm -hmm. I am so not okay. And they'd be like, oh, my God. Like, like what? And I'm like, yeah, I mean, dude, like, I literally have just been lying (laughs) for, like, a while now. (laughs) And it's exhausting. It's exhausting to put on that mask. Because, I mean, that's so much work that I don't have to do. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's just, it's so much work trying to manage other people's expectations and almost, like, trick yourself into thinking that everything's okay. Mm -hmm. Because if you trick yourself, everything's fine, right? Mm -hmm. Just kidding. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah, sorry, that was a little tangential (laughs) is a word. Favorite word, I know. I know, I tried to... like tell Hannah Jane that that wasn't a word and then we looked it up and it actually is so that was my greatest win yeah, ever <laughs> um yeah I I love everything that you're saying it's so good and it's like it's just I I also have sort of been struggling with the identity thing because I recently like you know heard on a podcast like somebody sort of like break down the whole idea of like when you somebody's like hey like you know nice to meet you what do you do like you know we kind of just say like the default like we say oh my name's so and so and like this is my job or you know I own this business or like it's so interesting because everything it's all surrounded around like how we bring in income yeah that's just like the first identity like you know and I heard somebody say like they're you know it's like oh like you know what do you do like who are you or whatever Somebody's like, yeah, like, I'm a daughter, I'm a mother, I'm a sister, um, 
I am a tennis player, I'm, you know, and just like listing all these other things that have nothing to do with like their job. And, and it's like been so hard for me to like introduce myself now to people because I'm like, I don't, A, like, I don't have, well, I can't have any pride in what I do because I work for a very, um, sort of like, I don't even know how to, confidential job. And so I, I can't, I literally cannot talk about what I do for work. And so that doesn't, it, it doesn't allow me to have any pride in like saying what I do because I can't talk about it. And, um, she's so I, not in the CIA. I'm not, I wish I was in the CIA. <laughs> um, but like, it's just when you don't even have that piece to like identify yourself, like I just feel like, how do I introduce myself? Like, but then I start to think about, oh my God, there's so many different parts of me. Yeah. And like, there's so many different pieces that really make up like who I think I am. Right. And I kind I of that. just am starting to reanalyze like, which parts like, do I really want to be showing people? Like, which parts are like the important, like really valuable parts and like, which parts can I share and, like, help other people with? You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. So it's been really interesting to sort of think about and kind of just figure out how, like, I redefine, like, define myself as a person, you know? Yeah, I do know. And it's... <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm literally going through the yes. same thing. Um, It's so interesting, just, like our identity and how we introduce ourselves and like yeah that really has me thinking about like when someone's like you know what's your name what do you do it's like mm-hmm. oh yeah wow those are kind of the only questions right. that people ask it's not like what's your childhood trauma yeah like what brings you joy that's what I'm trying to ask people <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna ask where does your trauma stem from that's my question yeah. <laughs> Right before the what brings you joy. Yeah. No. Um, but yeah, I think identity is also like at whatever age I'm going through right now, I feel like I am kind of like leaving my like, you know, early and mid 20s and kind of moving on to my like, I'm like in my late 20s, which is like so <laughs> insane for me. Not because it's a bad thing. I think that getting older is so special and I'm mm. so excited because I've learned so much and I get to learn so much more but I'm also having this like identity crisis mm. of like literally just my clothes yeah like what do I me wear too. now me too you know me too. Yeah. I'm like because part of I like do I wear my like you know forever 21 clothes or do I wear do, have I transitioned to like no, I know. <laughs> and it's so crazy because like 21 year olds dress now like how like I I'm like I know I know I'm wearing a crop top and they're not they're wearing baggy <laughs> jeans and a sweatshirt I'm like wait what like what am I supposed to do I'm like here? I'm sorry guys I just I can't do low-rise jeans like it's just not something I ever get it needed. out of here <laughs> no so I feel like I'm having an identity crisis on like all fronts right now I'm, like, trying to, like, redefine my style Mm -hmm. and redefine how I want people to, how I want to view myself, Mm -hmm. but, and how I want to, like, kind of bring that into the world, Um, but also I'm just trying to, like, get through the day, Mm -hmm. you know? 
it's like I have all these larger, bigger goals. Like, you know what you were talking about with your mom and how to like break goals down. I really loved that because for me, it's hard when I have all of these huge goals and I'm like, well, I wonder how I'll get there. You know, they're more just kind of these like little huge things that are so far away that seem like I can't do it, Mm -hmm. you know? So I think the breaking it down and kind of making smaller lists and whatnot really does help. Um, But yeah, I love how this conversation has led to like identity because I think I'm really struggling with that right Mm now. Um, Just like waking up right Mm -hmm. now. I mean, my boyfriend wakes up at like 6.40 every morning and is like so scheduled and I'm like, literally, how can I do that again? Mm -hmm. Because I used to be this person that was like, on a schedule like I would wake up at six I would go work out I'd eat I'd do all of these things Mm -hmm. and lately I just I feel like I can't do it and oh my god it's so hard because I my identity was being an a more an early morning person Mm -hmm. I was a morning person and now I wake up and I'm like man little grumpus (laughs) like I don't feel like I'm like, well, if I'm not a morning person, who am I? Because right. <laughs> I'm not a night person either. I'm trying to go to sleep at 8.30, guys. <laughs> I'm having a hard time, Sierra. I mean, I think it's so important to just give yourself grace. Yeah. Right? Because, like, you're, you're like, <laughs> I'm not waking up early, and I'm mad at myself for not waking up early. I know. Like, it's insane. So just give yourself grace. Like, okay, this is where you're at. Like, you you haven't lost your identity as a morning person. You're like just I... shifting. <laughs> because I, I recently have been staying up till like midnight. And like, you know when you get in the habit of staying up late? And, yeah. And um, you just can't like, it's really hard to break that habit. Uh-huh. And, and I hate being up late. I hate it. Yeah. And, um, but I, I started telling, like, I was just, I was going to work. I was going and exercising and then making dinner and then working either on the podcast or this course that I'm doing or, you know, who knows what else. And I was like, no, I'm just going to like work till midnight after work. And yeah, no. And, and I was like, it's fine. I'm just like living this like narrative of that. Like I'm a really like hard working, <laughs> like I'm, so I'm just hard on working. the grind. Like I'm just, you know, I'm just, just out here doing grinding. it. I'm out here hustling. <laughs> two weeks and then I got a fever like you, <laughs> and I was know. like how'd you get that and you were like well I was like well I haven't been going to bed until midnight and then waking up at five for work um so <laughs> but yes I and then you know like I was mad at myself because then I was like oh my god I'm so used to staying up late and now I'm like I don't want to be this stay up late person I want to go back to like waking up early and like getting good sleep and like and just, I've just been trying to give myself grace. Like, okay, chill, chill. Like, you and I both don't know how to chill a lot of the time. What does that mean? No. <laughs> so, but, um, yeah, I just, I think just giving yourself grace. And that, like, okay, this is where you're at. Like, acknowledging that you're not, this is not necessarily, like, where you want to be at. And, like, little steps to, like, get there. Um, yeah, I think the hard part for me is that, it's, I felt like I've been in this place for so long mm. that the idea of getting out of it kind of feels impossible right now. Right. Um, and I don't know. I uh, <laughs> I went from drinking, like, a lot of caffeine to, mm. like, not drinking any yesterday. And I was like, 
I have this horrifyingly bad headache. I wonder why. Oh, God. No, I didn't drink salt. I should have. Such a good tip. Yeah, hot tip. If you ever have a headache, drink a cup full of good sea salt. Good sea salt. Sierra has the sea salt. Yeah, Redmond's. (laughs) Redmond's, we are not sponsored. We are not sponsored, but Redmond's fine sea salt is the best. Um, Um, But yeah, so it's like, I feel like I do everything in these big moves. mm -hmm. As you know, I like to buy things in bulk, and I am Mm -hmm. a one person living alone. I don't need... Costco queen. Costco queen. I don't need... um, 10 boxes of protein pasta but will I get it probably <laughs> this was the most hilarious story I've like it maybe I just have commitment issues and Hannah James is like a free bird and she's like who cares if I don't like it like it'll be fine um <laughs> she she bought like this pasta she had never tried before and it's really good pasta but she I was like I saw she said she bought six boxes of this pasta I was like oh my god I love that pasta and she's like yeah, like, I, I have never tried it, so, like, I hope it's good. Like, that's great to hear that you think it's good. And I was like, you've never tried this, and you bought six boxes of it? And go big or yeah, go home. Go big or go home. And I'm like, <laughs> that's insane. Like, I, I will literally stand in an aisle and look at something for ten minutes and be like, am I going to like this? Should I buy it? What if I don't like it? That's crazy. I could never. I could never. <laughs> but I just have like commitment issues and like maybe that's like a bit of a scarcity mindset. Like yeah. Oh, if I spend my money on this and I don't like it, so I'm I'm trying really hard to like let. Well, go my of my that. thing's like I'm gonna buy the six boxes. If I don't like it, I will eat it. <laughs> okay, so that's just like some discipline. There. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. But oh. um, yeah, that was crazy. But I think I do these things in like big big mm-hmm. ways mm-hmm. whether it's like oh I'm gonna fix my whole diet I'm gonna like and then the next day I do like this really crazy I don't know I do some crazy things sometimes mm-hmm. where yeah. I'll I'll just you know either wipe out everything that's bad or processed in my pantry which just feels like a little crazy um or you know I'll just like do things like caffeine mm-hmm. I'm like oh I feel like I'm too dependent on it I'm just not gonna drink any coffee today and then, like, find out that that's Whoa. just, like, out and I'm struggling. I'm struggling. I'm having a hard time. So instead of drinking three cups or four cups or five cups of coffee a day, maybe drink, like, one or, or two. two. Yeah. You know, like, it doesn't have to be all or nothing, mm-hmm. which I think I haven't learned yet. And I'm still learning mm-hmm. because I have a hard time with, oh, like, you know, if I can't wake up at 6 a.m., wake up at 6.20 I'm like, no, I have to wake up at at six. six, Um, And if I don't wake up at six, my whole day is ruined, you know? Mm -hmm. Oh, like, I have to make my bed every single day or else my day is ruined. Mm -hmm. I have to journal every single day or else Mm -hmm. my life is ruined. I don't know. I'm really, like... It's you're hard very for black me. and white. Yeah. And like, it's, <laughs> you're either all in or you're out. I'm the same way, too. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's an exhausting way to live. Um, <laughs> it, it is. But, so but like you said, you're realizing it and like you can make like one little baby step tomorrow to like decide that, you know, if it feels good for you, like I'm gonna wake up at 620. Well, I think you know? tomorrow, I'm, I mean tomorrow, tonight, I'm going to go home and draw. Good. And I like, I'm so excited yeah. about that. Good. And then I'll wake up at 620 tomorrow. Yeah. 
And it and it's also like okay if you don't, right? Yeah. Then you'll try again no. the next day. Because like yesterday I woke up and I did my morning pages and I felt so good and like I literally was like I'm going to wake up at five and like, I'm going to feel so good and like grateful when I wake up. <laughs> <laughs> I feel so good and so grateful when I wake up and Deja's going to be peaceful because she's not always peaceful when yeah, she wakes like, up. She's like chaotic She's a little queen. chaotic, yeah. Chaotic um, queen right now. And she woke up peaceful and I was like, oh, this is so beautiful. And like, I just wrote and um, it was like kind of dark out here and like, I just like wrote my little morning pages. And then this morning I woke up at like 6.30 and I was like, oh my God. And like flew out of bed, didn't make my bed, like barely yeah. put any makeup on and it was chaos. Um, <laughs> and I, I like acknowledged it and was like, okay, like I prefer yesterday <laughs> more than I preferred this morning. So that's, like, my preference, but I'm also not going to be mad at myself for not, like, you know, fulfilling my expectation that I wanted yeah. to this morning. And I would like to try to, you know, work harder to, like, have a more peaceful start to my day, you know? No, and I love that. I mean, I think today I was, like, complaining about how I had this workout today, and I was like, oh, I don't want to go. I'm tired. Blah, blah, blah. And, uh... I was like, all right, I just, I got to go. I got to mm-hmm. do it. And, yeah. of course, it was, like, one of the best workouts I've ever had. Mm. They played this one song that, like, got me so stoked. I was like, I'm so happy I'm here. Like, yeah. I'm so grateful that I, I get to be here. Yeah. Like, oh, my God, what an incredible time. Mm-hmm. So it was just, it's, like, hard to remember that that's how you feel sometimes when yeah. you're, like, doing the things that you love. Yeah. And then, you know, you're, like, removed from them, and you're like, oh, okay, whatever. You know, right. it won't really matter. But it, like, does. Yeah. So, yeah, I think, like, those little steps well, are steps. And those, and those, because you went to a class with somebody else, right? Today? Yeah. No. Oh, I thought, oh, I thought you did. Okay. <laughs> well, what I was trying to get at, though, is, like, like, on, same thing on Monday, like, I, I did not want to exercise after work, but I was like, I need to do something. Like, my body was so sore, and I was like, I just, like, need a chill day. But I'm like, that doesn't mean I, like, I'm, like, an also an all-or-nothing person. So I'm like, if I don't sweat and feel pain, like, I didn't work out. We literally talked about <laughs> yeah, this. And yeah, like, and so, um, so I was like, I guess I'll go to a yoga class, and I've been trying to go to a yoga class, like, with our friend um, for a while, and... And then, like, Monday came, and I was like, oh, my God, I'm so tired. Like, I just want to go home and, like, go to bed and, like, curl up on the couch. And I had that accountability because, like, you know, she was going to, and, like, I wanted to see her. She wanted to see me. We wanted to do something, like, nice together. And, oh, my gosh, I felt so much better after I went, you know? Well, I guess, like, the teacher of this class, I just, like, absolutely love her. Mm -hmm. I think she is, like, such a light on this planet. Yeah. And... Like, I literally book that class only to see yeah, her. right. I'm like, no, I do that too. I'm like if you're not yeah. teaching, I'm not going. <laughs> like, straight up. Not that, you know, yeah. I just, like, love her energy mm-hmm. so much. Yeah. She really matches my energy. Yeah. <laughs> and not everyone can do that because I'm a lot. Right, right. <laughs> um, I just, like, love, I love going to her classes. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, I get to see her. I'm so right. excited. Yeah, that, like, accountability um, and, yeah. yeah. And also my boyfriend was like, you're going to love it. You're going to have a great time. And I'm like, me. Yeah, and then, of good. course, I called him after and I was like, oh, you were right. Thank you. 
thank you. Yeah. All right. Well, we appreciate you sitting through this kind of new format. Me and Sierra were trying out today. I think we both were just kind of, I don't know, having an interesting day and figured we tried something new. And I think it led to some really cool conversation. Yeah. It's so fun to just talk to you uh-huh. and like see where things go yeah no, creativity identity creativity. like creativity and identity that's right. huge right yeah so how special i know so maybe little food for thought um to kind of figure out like one way to be creative this week you know yeah. that's what i'm gonna do that's um, what i'm gonna do and see like how i can color outside of the lines um, because that's so, it feels so unsafe to me. And, <laughs> and I also know that staying in this box, um, does me no good, you know? Yeah. So I'm excited to be creative this week. Um, we're going to do a little exposure therapy. Yeah. And if you guys are, do anything creative, let us know. Yeah. Oh, that'd be so cool. And I will definitely post a little pic of that painting yes. I was talking about. I'll text yes, my grandma. Please do. Um, thank you so much for that conversation. Oh, thank you. All right, All right guys. Catch you next week. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye.